Hello and welcome to Currently Reading. My name is Salima and I am your host. This is a Christian podcast where I will be discussing on a regular basis books that I am currently reading. (laughs) I am a wife to Omar. I'm a mother. I'm a soon-to-be former home educator. I'm a former student. I have a master's in theology and I love, and I mean I love to read Christian authors, Christian leadership books, anything that can just help uh, me grow closer to God. And I love to share that with others. So thank you for joining me on this journey. And I pray that the books that I share will be a blessing to you and will draw you closer to Jesus Christ. Hello, and welcome to Currently Reading. My name is Salima. I'm your host. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode. We are going through this wonderful book called um, Total Forgiveness by R.T. Kendall. And as I've said in other episodes, this is a great book. Um, He came to speak at our church last summer and he gave excerpts of this book and what it means to live in total forgiveness. Um, He says um, he's still a work in progress. So um, um, this is really for me the same thing. Um, I don't expect to be um, perfect in this, but what it's done is it definitely opened my eyes to what total forgiveness is and how important it is for us to um, live in total forgiveness and strive to live in total forgiveness. Because prior to reading this book, I, you know, I understood God's word and what it means to forgive. Um, but I mean, I'm, I don't think that I really uh, tried really hard <laughs> at um, forgiving. Um, and I think sometimes we just sort of believe that, you know, when things happen, we just have to endure them and just do our best to just get through it. Um, and so I've, re- I've enjoyed, um, reading this book when I read it and I'm enjoying going through it again, because it's just a reminder that, you know, when you're going to get through one pain, there's going to be another one. People are always going to hurt you because we live in a fallen world. And it doesn't mean that people are against you. It just means that we live in a fallen world and there are going to be uh, times when people you trust hurt you or people you don't know hurt you. And sometimes it's, um, it happens. Um, people don't mean to, sometimes people do mean to, but the point is, um, there's always going to be an opportunity to stay offended and bitter, um, by hurt. And so this book really helped me and it's still helping me understand how very freeing and important it is for us to help forgive, let people off the hook who've hurt us and to live in total forgiveness. We see God do things in our lives that he would not do otherwise when we're not, uh, being obedient. And it, again, it doesn't mean that it's easy. It's hard, especially the, the level of pain you might be experiencing. Um, the other thing to you want to do is not minimize your pain because sometimes we do that. Uh, what other people are going through, we think, oh, well, you know, what they're going through is really hard. And so we kind of minimize our pain. And if we do that, we're not going to really understand what it means to forgive totally because we, we think it's not that big of a deal what we're going through. So your pain is valid to who you are. And if you have experienced pain of any sort, you know, it's valid and you want to ask God to help you forgive whomever hurt you. Um, so, um, I just wanted to kind of share that as we start, um, just remembering that it's so important for us to try to forgive, um, because it, there's a different anointing on your life and just what things what God would do for you if you're every day trying to live in that forgiveness. And so we're still, I'm like, wow, we're still on chapter one. Okay. And so we're still on chapter one. And we're actually going to be camped on this one part of what we're talking about is um, what total forgiveness looks like. 
Um, and I, I, I stopped here because I had spent some time talking to God. Um, number six says graciousness. Uh, true forgiveness shows grace and mercy at the same time. You know, Jesus Christ is described as graceful and merciful. And um, to show grace and mercy, on page 37, it says this idea that we do not make a rigorous stand against our enemy, even when we are clearly in the right. And I stopped there because I thought, that's really not who we are. Do not make a rigorous stand against our enemy, even if we know we are clearly right. No, that doesn't happen. More often than not, we want to make a rigorous stand to show how right we are. <laughs> um, and so I stopped there because it, it's not in our nature. And I think that that's so important for us to understand that graciousness is we, we're taking a rigorous stand um, to show that even if we're right, we're, we're not going to try to show we're right. We're going to stand up for graciousness. And that's not easy for us to do. And that's very hard for us to do. But we know that that's something that Jesus Christ did. Um, Jesus Christ was able to show uh, grace and mercy, um, even when, you know, clearly they were wrong in a lot of different things that were happening to him and his ministry. Um, and so do you want to always take a stand to show that you're right? Or are you willing to say, um, no, I'm going to stand up. And even though it's clearly, I'm clearly right in the situation, I'm going to show grace and mercy to the person who hurt me. Um, can you do that? Um, in Philippians 4, 5, you know, it says it's also trans translated as gentleness, being gentle, graciousness, gentleness. Um, and he said it's impl it implies an exceeding exceedingly rare act of grace. It cuts across a le our legalistic spirits, as it says on page 38. Um, basically, it's, it's, it's not in us to show that type of grace. Um, it, we want to... Uh, people to know that what they did to us was wrong. And um, Paul talks in, in Philippians 4, you know, he says, I plead with you, Udiah and Singtech. These are two women who are in the ministry. I plead with you to agree with each other in the Lord. If only each of them would be gracious. Both women had, uh, so basically both of these women had strong personalities and each, and each had a, a following and each were sure they were right in what was happening. And they wanted the other one to look bad. But Paul says, try graciousness. And that's just not who we are. Um, it says on page 38, graciousness is a word that describes Jesus all the time. Um, we really are not gracious. Um, when a group of self-righteous leaders led a woman to Jesus on page 38, who was found to be in the, act, the act of adultery, there was no question that that, that sin had taken place. But what, our Lord, but what was the, our Lord's attitude? It says, graciousness. Um, they wanted to throw the book at her, if you remember the story. But on John, in John 8, 7, it says, um, When they kept on questioning him, Jesus, he straightened up and said to them, If any one of you is without sin, let him be first to throw the, the first stone at her. Um, and of course, it says they all slipped away. And I started asking God, I said, Lord, have I ever shown anyone grace um, who, was, who was clearly wrong? And did I ever show them grace? And so I was like, oh, Lord, I hope so. And so... Um, something came to my mind immediately and it was back about 15 years ago. Um, I mean, I'm sure there were other, other times, but this one situation came to my mind immediately and I was serving in women's ministry at the church we were living at, a church we were attending while we were living in California and we were having a, it was a summer 
meeting with a lot of the, the other leaders who were leading this ministry about planning for the upcoming season of uh, ministry events for women's ministry. And I was sitting next to a woman, an older woman, um, and she was kind of complaining about, you know, some of the people that come on campus who don't attend church, but they come to the ministries. Um, and then she made a derogatory statement about some women that um, had come to the church, but it was a derogatory statement toward African-American women. Um, and she was sitting right next to me and she said this in, in the room. And so um, I basically talked to one of the other leaders about it. And then I talked to her about it and she apologized uh, for her statement. She said she did not mean um, anything by it. Um, and she apologized for it. Um, and at the start of our fall season, we were all, you know, the if you've ever been in the women's ministry, you know, Bible study or something, they put you like in groups and, um, we happened to be in the same group. She was the leader of that group and I was placed in her group. <laughs> and I honestly remember how I had, um, there was just this peace being around her. It was so weird. It was just had to be supernatural. I enjoyed listening to her. I enjoyed, um, sitting and hearing her kind of share. Um, and I just remembered that I did not ever have any negative feelings toward her after that incident. I never, my body language toward her was not, um, negative. I didn't ask to be moved out of her group. I stayed in her group. Um, and I, I just thank God for reminding me of that because that is an example of showing grace. I mean, she could, even though she apologized and we didn't know each other. I mean, I didn't know this woman prior to this uh, situation. We were both on the leadership team, but I had never met her, um, prior to that situation. So, it could have been very easy for her to not really know what to think. Um, but I just remembered nothing about me gave her the impression that I was still upset with her. But at the same time, I enjoyed, I still remember her name. I enjoyed listening to her. I enjoyed her as a leader. And so um, that's an example of showing grace. And clearly she was in the wrong by what she did. I don't know what her true heart was or or anything, but clearly she was in the wrong by what she said. Um, and so, but what do we normally do? We normally would, you know, be angry and not want to speak and, um, you know, get me out of her group and I'm leaving the church. I mean, all these things we, where we normally do when things like that, you know, happen against us. So, you know, that's an example. I'm glad God reminded me of that situation. I'm sure there's other situations of when I've shown grace, but I'm glad he reminded me of that situation because, you know, um, can you show grace? Have you shown grace to somebody who was clearly in the wrong in the situation, but you, you know, forgave them and showed them grace in that situation? Um, in page 39, it says, that's just not how we live. He says, presidential elections are won, but just on negative, negative alone. The, a, a person, the, the, the a president will win because the other person has such a high negative rating. They do everything they can to show that person as negative. Um, he says negative ratings are just far easier to create than positive ones. He, and he says on page 39, this is unfortunate how life is like that, but it works. <laughs> it's unfortunate, but it works. Think about that. You know, just on social media alone, almost everything people share is negative or, you know, um, something about something that's just not right happening in the world. Um I mean, even when the things you post, if it's something, if, if there's something that's generally negative and I don't, I'm trying to be careful how I say it, 
it will get a better reaction than something that is super happy and positive. I mean, that's just the way it is. We tend to um, live in that mindset. And so that all I have to say is connected with, we don't show people grace. When things happen, it is our nature to be negative. It's our nature to just start um, a campaign of negativity. And so um, true forgiveness shows grace. Uh, So true forgiveness is being gracious. Can you be gracious to the person who has clearly done you wrong? And that's hard. And I'm not even saying it's easy. I'm glad I had that moment 15 years ago. Again, I'm sure sure I've had more, but I know there are other times I can think of where, no, I was not gracious in certain situations. I was not. Um, But this reminded me that, but you can be Salima, you know? And I thought of other things that I could share when I was gracious. So I can be gracious in a lot more situations. And so can you, and you too can live in that total forgiveness. So, um, I'm going to leave us with that today because I just think that was so important to be reminded that, um, can we show grace even when somebody is clearly, and it is clearly evident that they were wrong in what they did to us. So I pray that you would just ponder that, ask God to remind you so that you can be reminded that you can do it. You can show grace in other situations as well. So thank you for joining me on this episode. We'll continue to look at what total forgiveness is, and I'll see you on the next episode. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of Currently Reading. I pray it has been a blessing to you, and I hope it has drawn you closer to Jesus Christ. The way you can support Currently Reading is by following and sharing it with your friends and family. See you on the next episode.